Hello and welcome back to episode nine of What Your Mama Went Through. It is me, Bianca, your podcast host. And today I have a very exciting episode all about our second embryo transfer. So let's get into it. Hey team, thanks for tuning in and welcome back. Uh, Today I am here with the results of our second embryo transfer. Now I'm not going to keep you hanging or anything like that like they do on Australian Idol. Like the winner is... Let's go to a commercial break. None of that shit. It didn't work. It failed. It was a failed embryo transfer. Which is absolutely shit. Um, I was in a hole about a week ago for a whole week, hiding out, uh, (laughs) pretending like I didn't exist. I was still chugging along doing my work, but um, feeling pretty sad. However, it is two weeks later and I'm definitely feeling better. So let me tell you a little bit about this particular embryo transfer. After we did the embryo transfer on the Monday, about five days later, I decided to do a pregnancy test. Now, they say don't do pregnancy tests, and I didn't my first transfer, but this particular transfer, I was like, eh, I'm going to do a pregnancy test. However, at this point, let me tell you, I already had a feeling in my body that it hadn't worked, that it was going to be negative. There was just something. I think you just know intuitively if there is something going on and I felt absolutely nothing, but I didn't want to completely write it off. I remember Mike kept on saying like, no, babe, don't think negatively. And I was like, I'm not thinking negatively. I'm just telling you what I feel. And I feel like nothing is happening inside my body because last time we did the embryo transfer, things were very different. Like three days after the transfer, my boobs started hurting and um, I just felt funny and weird and queasy and this particular transfer I didn't have any of those symptoms I had I got tender breasts maybe by day eight or nine but you find out if it's worked on day 10 yeah there was just there was just nothing and every little kind of feeling that you get you're hopeful you're like oh maybe that's it maybe I am pregnant anyway so I did the p-test on day five and that was negative which I was kind of like yeah okay well let's just not, you know, throw it all away just yet. But like I said, kind of had a strong feeling that it hadn't worked. Because of on day, I think it was day seven or eight, I kind of lost my shit. I I had my breakdown earlier because I felt within my body that it hadn't worked. So I was really upset as opposed to you find out that it hasn't worked and then you have your teary moment. This happened to me a little earlier. I remember we were sitting at the dinner table, Mikey and I, and I don't know, I just just broke down. And I sometimes think that I try and cover it up with other things that are happening in my life, but I know deep down that it is definitely this. And all of the hormones that you're on as well, they clearly affect your um, your mental health. Just a little reminder, I was taking three uterogestin. Fuck, I still don't know how to say that. <laughs> Which is the pill that you put up your punani. I was doing that three times a day and also taking uh, progenova two in the morning, two in the evening. So hormone levels are high. I knew that it hadn't worked and I just lost my bananas. I had a big fat cry to Mike and we had a big chat over dinner trying to comprehend it all, but also then trying to 
not throw it all away just in case it had worked. But I knew that I would be like Mother Mary if it had, because that would be a miracle. Not the fact that I have never had sex before, but the fact that if I was pregnant, I would be shocked. I would be shook. I would be like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. I definitely now know that the hardest part about IVF is the mind games. Like needles, give them to me. Pills, give them to me. Doctor's appointments, sign me up. I'm here for you. Hi, how are you? Mental mind games? Nah, see ya. Bye-bye. Thank you. Come again. Don't like it. You're horrible. This is fucked. You can't comprehend what is going on in your brain unless you have been through it. Because only then do you understand the emotional turmoil that you experience. Like even just walking down the street and you see someone with a baby and you think, why can't that be me? It's just, it's so messed up. And you don't want to feel that way. And people are still trying to say, oh, be positive, be, you'll be fine, it's going to happen. But when you are in it, it is sometimes so hard to believe that. And you can do all of the mindfulness, you can do all of the journaling, you can do put in all of the work, you can go to therapy. But still, if you have not experienced this, you have no idea how fucking hard it is. And because of this, like you do, you, you, you feel sad, you cry, you feel frustrated, annoyed, angry. And I remember uh, Mikey and I went out for dinner with um, my bestie and her partner and he made this comment. He said, oh, Bianca's not made for IVF. And this had happened after I'd had my big emotional breakdown. And my friend was like, and he didn't mean, he didn't mean it in a mean way. My friend stood up and said, well, no, actually no woman is made for IVF. And I was like, damn right. That's right. No woman is made for IVF. We are, we are literally a science experiment. They are doing trials on us. Um, we're like a little rat in a lab and they're just trialing all of these things in hopes that it's going to work. And that is that is truly messed up. And you just have to you just have to roll with it. So yeah, I, I definitely appreciated my beautiful friend in that moment because uh, I can I can imagine that it's tough for Mikey as well having to see me feel all of these things and I know he feels things as well but he definitely processes things a little slower than I do so you know where I'm I'm feeling it right then and there you know he's still that come on you like lift yourself up you're all good and I know that later on he may feel it and that's when I can be there for him anyway another failed cycle having conversations with people about it and I just I just need to put it out there. Do not tell me to relax. Do not tell any woman who is going through IVF to just relax. We are trying our best to relax. I, you know, after this I, um, embryo transfer, I was, I'm going to go to the Gold Coast. I'm going to lie by the pool. I'm going to read my book. I'm going to go for a lovely relaxing walk on the beach. I was relaxing. And you know what? It still didn't work. So shove that up your but anyway, sorry, that was probably, oh, that's, was that a little bit too mean? Just, you, you can't tell us to relax. We're doing our very best and we are, we're relaxing. We're just, excuse me, can you just relax? Shut up, Michael! <laughs> 
Anyway, I'm going to get off the relaxed bandwagon now and then move on to the just be positive bandwagon. That's something else that people say. Oh, doll, it's fine. Just be positive. You know, it's going to work out. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yes, I am being positive. I am being hopeful. I write in my manifestation manifestation journal. Um, I would really like a baby. Um, I'm doing all of the work. I am so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful for my husband. I'm so grateful for science. I'm doing it all, babes. You know, you know what you could say? This is, this for me, this helps. This really helps. So if you haven't been through it, totally that nothing against you. Love you. I have a really amazing supportive friends who have never been through IVF. Um, but, you know, just sometimes they just need a little bit of uh, guidance on what to say. And something that's great to say after a failed embryo transfer is like, man, that really fucking sucks because it does. And then is there anything that I can do for you? Um, I love you and I'm here for you. Yeah, that really fucking sucks. So validate that the feeling that you're like that your friend's feeling. Um, I love you. Is there anything that I can do to help you? That that would be really helpful. That would be really beneficial. Those kind of things make me feel good, make me feel sane, make me feel seen. So yeah. Sorry, I just I had a, oh. There's a lot of feelings rushing through my body. Lucky I'm doing this two weeks later because if I did this, if I did this like ten days ago, I would have been a blubbering mess. Can I also tell you? What's what's a challenge is that after your transfer, you cannot do any exercise. I mean, they say you can do gentle walks and stuff, but you're not meant to do anything that's too much activating your core. For me, going to the gym and doing exercise is so good for my mental health. And then... <laughs> you can't go. You can't go to the gym. You just have to sit at home like, oh, hey, I'll go for a walk. Oh, I hope I'm hoping that the transfer works. I really hope that the baby comes. I'm just going to relax my body and relax my mind. No, I want to go sweat. I want to listen to some You Better Work Bitch by Britney Spears. I think her name's Britney Spears. And I just want to pump some iron. But you can't. You have to do other things. You have to do other things that don't involve the gym. Please, if you have any tips or tricks of what you did in the 10-day wait or the two-week wait post-embryo transfer before you find out whether it's worked or not, things that just make, made you feel good or helped you, or is it just it is it just a really sucky thing? I think I'm just living up. I think I'm just realizing that it's just a really sucky situation. And I will still do the massages and the facials and the uh, the listening to music and eating some nice food, but also remind myself that it's just it's a really sucky. It's really, 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 really sucky. And you know what? This is only embryo transfer number two for me. <sighs> number two. I know people People have reached out and told me they've done like six. I'm definitely... Reading, ready and raring to do another one now. We're going to have a little break because we're going on a holiday to Bali. But number six, that is just like I cannot believe people have gone through this or go through this for 10 years. First of all, where do you get the money from? Second of all, the tenacity that this takes. It's like running a marathon. But I got it. I got it. You got it. 
we've got this, we are all in this together. So just know that we can do anything and you are incredibly strong and powerful and brave and you need to reach out to those people who you know are there to love and support you in those times where you're feeling super low. Something else in regards to being brave, I talk about this on my podcast. Yes, I talk about this with my friends, but I'm trying to start also talking about it in public a little bit more. So, you know, like if you have a cold and you go back to work and people are like, oh, where were you? You say, oh, I had this horrible cold. It was so bad. Now, IVF is not like, oh, it's not just a cold. But I teach a dance class on Monday nights um, for a company called Common People Dance Project. And it's super, super fun. And I had to miss the last two weeks because of the embryo transfer and you're not able to exercise. Um, and also because my mental health was like I was okay, but I was definitely not feeling great. I went back to my dance class last week and everyone was like, Bianca, we missed you. Where were you? What was happening? And a lot of these women are between the age of, I would say, 25 and 60. And I said, hey, I missed you guys as well. And I, I said in front of everyone, I, my husband and I are actually going through an IVF journey at the moment and we just had a embryo transfer, which sadly failed so I couldn't exercise. And in that moment, I like almost started to cry, but I was like, no, breathe through it. And then, and then about five women put their hands up and said, yep, me too, been there, done that, feel you, see you. And for me, that was so amazing. And at the end of the class, I had a couple of um, the women come up to me and just like want to have a chat about their IVF journey. And, you know, one of them um, said something that really stuck with me. And that was that it's been about 20 years since they conceived through IVF. But still to this day, when you know, certain people have pregnancy announcements or they see things in regards to IVF, it still hits them right in the core and they feel all of those emotions that they went through and the struggles and um, the challenges that they were faced with during their IVF journey. And just hearing that, oh, it was... um. Yeah, it's just encouraging. It's those things that are so encouraging and just really allow me to keep on going. Today is the 1st of August. <laughs> Pinching a punch for the first day of the month. No, it turns my rabbit with a veg in my jar, screw on the lid. Did you used to say that? How many, like I would go pinching a punch for a first day of the month, punch my sister, no returns, white rabbit. And then she couldn't speak. And then with the Vegemite jar, screw on the lid really tight. I, I, was that just us that added that extra bit on the end? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah. So 1st of August, my Mikey and I are heading to Bali on Friday. We're actually going to Western Australia to celebrate his sister-in-law's, what is it, um, her birthday. And then to Bali for a couple of days. Yum, 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 yum. So fun. So delicious. We're staying three nights in Uluwatu and then we'll stay in Seminyak. Fingers crossed, no Bali belly. Uh, just want a really relaxing holiday. Don't want to be spewing up everywhere or shitting out of my onus. Um, just <laughs> want to drink bintangs 
by the beach. Yeah, we decided to do this holiday as a little, uh, what will, what shall we call it? A little boost of our serotonin levels. So we feel like we can keep on going and pushing through to the end of the year because it's definitely been a challenge so far with these two failed transfers. But we're going to pick ourselves back up. We got each other. We love each other. We love our bread. We love our butter. But most of all, we love each other. We really do. And uh, we're going to have a great time on our holiday. Then we're going to come back and we're just going to go, Dr. Yazdani, stick it in. As in not, uh, here's the third embryo, that is. Let's let's do the third embryo transfer. We got one more baby, one more embryo left. And I need, I need, I need the power of all of you to be thrust upon me so we can make that one work. Speaking of embryos, I did have a blood test this morning to check things, check to make sure that everything's all good. I had a lot of blood tests before we even started our IVF journey to make sure that I didn't have any like weird things going on, uh, which could cause um, disability or uh, cystic fibrosis, etc. in the baby. But because we've had two failed embryo transfers, Dr. Yazdani said, I wouldn't usually send someone for these bloods until we'd had five failed embryo transfers, but do you want to go? And I was like, yes, let's just do it. Let's just go. So I went for a blood test this morning. They took about 10 vials of my blood. Let me read you some of the things that they they took. Hang on one second. I'm just trying to find the email. I'm going to sing for you whilst I'm finding it. Have you ever seen a woman and I can't I don't want no scrub a scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me I found my skin now okay so back we're back we're back we are back these are some of the things that check TSH free T4 um, of course it's free you just took it from me and I'm paying you so thyroid antibodies fasting glute glucose and insulin, fasting, homocystatin, FBE, Cogus, APCR. Do you, everyone knows, we all know what these things are, duh. Um, you know, factor V, Ledian, prothomobian mutation, allotisophilobinum, and antibodies. So they those... <laughs> Those were some of the things that they tested today. And let's hope those results come back good and well, because I don't think I want any more bad news. I just want positive, happy news. That's it. I think we are done. I think we are done here. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to me waffle on. Um, If you want to... Oh! Oh, big shout out to the beautiful Annette from um, Natural Botanicals. She is a very sweet lady and she sent me some more of my favorite natural deodorant, um, Natural Botanicals. If you are interested, send me a message on Instagram, Bianca Zupas on Instagram, and I will send you the link. I only recently changed to organic natural deodorants, and this one is amazing. And she also sent me a fertility spell jar. So if you want to send me any of your other, you know, um, spells or words of wisdom or um, things that will be magical and make the last embryo work, please do. Uh, And if you don't, that's okay too. Just think about 
me positively. And if you're going through this journey, just know that I'm thinking about you. I'm always here if you want to have a chat. Feel free to please reach out on Instagram, Bianca Zupas. Um, and if you want to have a laugh, check out at The Real Wife. That's me pretending to be this woman named Katrina uh, who is ridiculous and uh, complains about her husband a lot. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening and coming on this journey with me. If you two are on your journey, I wish you well. And I hope if you are about to have an embryo transfer, you get a positive result. I'm sending love and light your way. Ciao for now, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Mike, I finished. Oh, that was so stupid.